0: Happy Monday, Patriots of America, and I'd like to welcome you to to episode 14 of the Rich Rant Show, where we celebrate true freedom, justice, and the American way in the greatest country in the world, the U.S. of A. I am your host, Rich, and I want to give a big shout out to all you free thinking, freedom loving pages that are following us. Hey guys, be sure to sh- uh, share and subscribe to our podcast. we here here, Real Rich Rant. We want to make sure we're getting that out. Then also make sure to uh, check us out on Twitter on on at Real Rich Rant, where we like to post every single day. You know, we'd love to hear you guys' thoughts as well. So guys once again thank you for being a part of the show and we want to welcome you once again to the rich rant zone Hey, guys, I hope you are enjoying your Thanksgiving week or coming up. I'm sure a lot of you guys are looking to have some great time with your families and also, but guys, I have some great stories that I want to share with you guys that quite honestly, when I heard these stories where it just pissed me off and I couldn't wait to be able to share them. I know you patrons out there are going to be very interested in hearing about this stuff. I mean, you know, guys, it's just amazing what the left has got in mind for our children and also for our society that's going on. These are stories where that you know you will not be hearing from that mainstream left media where that's going going on out there so that MSdNC as the president likes to say and also I want to make sure to keep you guys constantly informed about what's going on and also let's go ahead and make sure that we are getting into it all right guys so t- the first story we're going to be talking about right now is actually taking place out there in the state of Washington so get this there is a school district in the state of Washington that if just brace yourself for this that say Asian kids are not considered students of color. Yes, you heard that right. They consider Asian kids are not considered students of color. Unbelievable. So, here's how the story's going now. As always, I love to be able to tell you guys uh, what my sources are and also this like this information actually comes from from Fox News. Oh. Yes, yes, I know Fox News is kind of on the downtrod right now, So, but it seems like for once, they actually got a story right. So I'm going to make sure to get this all right for you guys. So th- as I mentioned, this is coming from Fox News. So here's, here's the details. So apparently... North Thurston public schools have lumped Asian and white students together in its equality report and measured their achievement against the student of color category that includes people of black, Hispanic, Native Americans, Pacific Islander, and multiracial students, according to Reason.com. Now, apparently there were some people within the Asian community out there that were quite upset about what was going on. Now, according to uh, what this... So, uh, what the school district had said, they said, quote, for this reason, in one of our online documents from 2019 titled Monitoring Student Growth, we evaluated the achievement data by, quote, students of color and of students of color's poverty, it said, and the document grouped white and Asian students together. Now, moving forward, the district officials will change how achievement data is observed and apologize for this negative impact that have caused and remove the monitoring report from this website. So apparently, from what it seems like, they feel that because Asian students have been able to perform better academically, they want to be able to separate them, not calling them students of color. Now, I don't get this. Now, when I was hearing a little bit more about the story a couple of days ago as well. So it seems like they're almost trying to separate Asian students also from other minority students as well, because they claim more that minority students aren't doing as well academically. I mean, where does that come off or that you guys finally come to the conclusion that because they do academically better, that they're not considered people of color i mean that just doesn't make any sense so obviously there's a big uproar out there what's going on on them being able to separate that what does an academic performance have anything to do with not being a minority so what is it going to would it be the complete opposite where if you happen to be african-american students that were doing very well in this particular school district where that maybe they would can be considered not people of color just doesn't make any sense and so when i heard this story i was just baffled i'm I'm baffled at, at how you have so many people in the left because if you don't know where so the state of washington actually went uh democratic and also in this last election well actually the election's not over but in this last election and so being a party that's very much about trying to eliminate eliminate segregation why would you even consider doing something like this and why is not people doing something to help better those students who aren't doing well academically? Why don't we focus on that instead of taking the time to separate a minority group? Because Asians, Americans, they are minorities, just just like I am. I'm a black American. Why aren't you taking the time to put more opportunities and put more programs together to help minority students? So that everybody succeeds instead of actually separating them. And it actually took an, an outcry amongst the Asian American community to be upset that now all of a sudden you decide you're going to win, use your brain cells and go, oh, maybe that wasn't a good idea. I can't believe how stupid this school district would actually want to do this. So, I mean, come on, people. We have to start thinking better. Yes, every kid. Should be able to have the opportunity to get better in academics and I, and quite honestly guys i have always said I don't care black, white, and different when it comes to our teachers, their teachers who are very, very helpful, but also understand this is my opinion that we have to work hard by making sure that academics is considered a priority also in the home. See, I was lucky for myself and all that I was raised with two um uh, I was raised with a single parent home my mom my mom raised my brother and I, but she always made sure that we did what we had to do academically, and because of her care, she's the reason why I was able to be on the honor roll. I ended up going off to college work, getting two degrees, and now running this, doing all these different things. And so, but if it wasn't for her, and it wasn't for parents like her taking the time to make sure the importance of getting an education what, you know, was, it was imperative, I wouldn't be where I am. So we all have to remember, it's like how important that education doesn't just start when we sit there and we put our kids book bags on and put them on the bus. And now we're just saying, "Okay, off to your teacher. It's all on them. No. It starts in the home. And quite honestly, where not only is the importance of education being stressed by parents an important thing or that should be put as a priority, I think having those type of character, uh, those type of. Uh, having those types of things where that are important it's also important where that it leads to other things where that might be an issue now i can also say within the black community why being a problem is that because we we do have situations where uh black students aren't doing as well that tends to lead to other situations which probably leads more into our next story so anyway Just wanted to share that with you guys. And also, I just think it's just absolutely ridiculous that this Washington school district decided this is something that was going to make things better. And also, but honestly, and according to the minority group that it affect, it actually seems to make things much worse. So anyway, guys, I would, you know that's something to definitely think about. Love to hear from you guys on what your uh, opinions are. Definitely make sure you can comment on our podcast, or so, and also comment on our Twitter, our Twitter page. And as I mentioned, we're going to be doing Pollard pretty, uh, pretty soon as well. Now, getting on to our last story. Now, this one's actually on the East Coast, and you know, guys, I just I got a little bit more details about this story of what's going on, and. You know, you know guys, we all are all dealing with situations of how people are trying to vilify police and doing all these different things, you know. But this is a story where it just takes the cake, and I I couldn't tell you how pissed off I was just hearing about this. So so just kind of let you know. So the story actually happened back in January of this year, okay. And just to kind of read you uh, the information of what was going on. where So this source is actually from uh, the U.S.S.A. News. OK, so here's where this is going. So it says back in January of 2020, a woman and her children called her husband, a police officer that was off duty about a man armed with a knife threatening her. It was reported that when the woman's husband arrived, a confrontation ensued and turned physical between the man armed with the knife and the off-duty officer. Authorities say that the officer fatally shot the man armed with a knife and, and a judge recently ruled there's enough probable cause to go forward with a trial on charges of voluntary manslaughter. Wow. Okay, so here's some of the details that's going on with this story. So it says it was uh, on January 19th um, uh, when Norfolk police officer Edmund Hoyt, that is actually the officer, uh, the husband of the, of the wife uh, that, that was the victim, was called by, uh, by her, excuse me, called by her wife about a man threatening her with a knife. Officer Hort's wife was walking with her two children when 42 year old Kelvin White blocked her path. Apparently, White had uh, uh, commanded Officer Hoyt's wife to move out of his way and then pulled a knife on on her in front of her children. The woman was said to have then informed White that she was going to call her husband, which White reportedly responded with, quote, call your husband. I don't care. I'll stab him, too. End of quote. Wow. Now, according to the family of White, the White, who's actually the suspect, he suffered from schizophrenia. But this family claims that he was never violent. Yeah, Okay. sure. Now, upon Officer Hoyt's arrival on the scene where his wife was threatened, Detective James Thomas with the Chesapeake Police Department says that a, quote, hands on confrontation between Officer Hoyt and White took place. Officer Hoyt was said to have fired five to six shots at White, killing him. Photos that were present in the courtroom on November 20 showed the officer who did sustain some lacerations to the side of his face that drew blood. However, his wife and children were never hurt during the confrontation. So you have this man whose family and his his wife and family are in danger. She immediately, which I would think anybody would, would be able to call someone who would be able to defend them. But he just happens to be a cop. And he comes there to defend his family, as I would think any of us patriots that are on here in the, the rent zone would do. I would do that for my girlfriend. If she ever had a problem and I haven't been so like, yes, of course, I would go out there and defend her. Kind of common sense. All right. But you see, here's where it gets a little interesting. So it continues on. It says Kara Williams, who's the mother of White's three children, uh, twins aged 17 years old and 18 and one 18 year old, by the way. What does that have to do with the case at hand? So anyway, so here's what the mother of Kelvin White's um, children had said in court. She says she contends that while White is not a, quote, monster, that if Officer Hort's wife really, quote, felt threatened, end of quote, that she would have called Chesapeake police and not her husband. What? What? Why would you not call your husband policeman or not? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, normally, anybody put in that position, they're going to call the person that's probably close to them. You know, I brought this, this up to my girlfriend, as I just mentioned a couple minutes ago. And I said the same thing. She's like, yeah, if I was in the midst of a point where I was feeling threatened, you'd be the first person I would call. Makes sense. So Now. We're dealing with this situation where uh, now it's saying where now her uh, white's brother, like I said, the guy who had the knife, uh, says that he holds no ill will towards anyone in the case, but simply wants justice for his brother's death. Okay, So you have this cop. And by the way, just if I had not mentioned it before, where so uh, uh, Mr. Hoyt, where so his uh, is white, he's a white cop. Uh, This guy, Kelvin White, is black. So what I don't understand, and you're probably asking this question as well, is exactly what did this cop or what, what did he happen to do wrong? I mean, he's out there defending his family. And that's worth manslaughter? And then here's the other thing about this. If this cop, let's just say... This cop happened to be black. We just had a situation about that about a a week or so ago, about a a, a black cop ended up killing someone. This story is now national news. If this cop happened to be black and did this. Would it make the news? No, of course not. You guys know the answer. It wouldn't have made the news. You want to know why? Because it would still be considered basically black on black crime. Which, if you happen to notice, is the one thing that you have groups like Black Lives Matter won't even talk about. But yet they say we care about <laughs> black lives. But yet no one talks about it. And it almost kind of goes back to my, my story that I had previously. So you have, this, you have this guy who ends up threatening a guy's wife and his children about stabbing them. And yet, they're saying, his family's saying that they want justice for what's going on. Here's a thought. Your brother probably would be alive or your boyfriend would probably be alive if he wasn't threatening to cause people trouble. It is what it is. So now, this man, potentially, and just in case you guys don't know, I did a little research on this as well. According to manslaughter charges in the state of Virginia... He potentially actually could serve for this manslaughter charge up to 10 years in prison. Now, just picture that, patriots. Your husband, wife, whatever the case may be, is about to go to jail for possibly 10 years for defending his family. This is the America that the left wants. So, what are some of the things that we've actually learned in the last, say, six months going on? First off, one, if you're a criminal, it's like you seem to be seen as a martyr doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter if you have the case like in Detroit about the guy guy who pulled out um, a gun and tried to shoot a cop point blank. That all of a sudden people want to go out and protest for that. It doesn't matter where if it happens to be the one guy who was crazy in Philadelphia or who actually chased a policeman uh, down the street with a knife. And the policeman ended up defending himself and actually shooting uh, shooting that person. Both situations, both cops are, are, are white. Doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter what type of crime that is potentially about to be committed. That person's looked at as a public martyr. So basically what we're doing is we're celebrating criminals. That's one problem. Okay. And then another problem that we have is what is the precedence that we're actually showing right here? Are we showing that basically if you are a minority, black, Hispanic, whatever it might be, and Asian, as we went over. That if you happen to have a criminal mind and you do something wrong, two things are going to happen. Either A, you're going to lose your life just like this, this guy did. Or you're going to be looked at as some type of hero. And most importantly, does it seem like, you know, because you commit a crime, you're going to actually be given free reign to do more stuff? Because you know that public society, the left society is going to be behind you. That they completely ignore that you chased a cop, you tried to shoot a cop, you tried you try to stab a potential person's w- uh, wife, and the guy happened to defend his, his life, and now he could potentially could go to jail for manslaughter. Is that the type of society that we're dealing with? And what do we do about this? And that's what just pisses me off. You know, I don't care if the cop was white, black, or whatever the case may be. This man was defending his family. And now, God, God, I'm hoping, I'm praying to where so that the the law team that's working with him is actually going to be able to help him out. Because, you know, the case that they're trying to explain in regards to what's going on or where. So just kind of let you guys a little bit more story about about this particular story right here. Uh, According to the statute, I guess, in the Virginia case law for manslaughter, it says, quote, voluntary manslaughter may be found upon evidence that an intentional non malicious homicide occurred in sudden mutual combat or as a result of heat of passion induced by reasonable provocation. So basically what you're looking at Is that, you know, it's saying right here that in the next sentence saying that because Hoyt went there to defend his family, he basically, according to this article source, it says he injected himself into an instance of mutual combat as opposed to an instance of defending himself or others. I don't know about you, but that doesn't even make sense. He injected himself into mutual combat. As opposed to an instance of defending himself or others. What is wrong with this man defending his family? I don't understand how you can have any judge in the state of Virginia or anywhere for that case. Cannot see that. Wait. This man wouldn't even showed up where had his wife not been threatened by this Kelvin white guy. What's the problem? Why are we even here? Like I said, here's a thought. Had this idiot not decided to try to threaten somebody, he would be alive today. Plain and simple. I'm sure you guys can think of it as in the same way. See, and this is the problems that we have to deal with What's co- what we have in our society. When we're making sure sh- that we have situations where communities are given too much celebration to criminals, to the point that, We have policemen out there because I have a friend that's actually a policeman where she actually told me flat out. She says, you know what? We're actually a little bit hesitant about what we do when we actually have to stop somebody because we don't want to know. And here's another thing to, to, to really think about. We can't. It's like, do we now have policemen that are a little hesitant about doing justice and doing the right thing now across our country? That causes a lot of a lot of potential danger. In addition to having people like this who are looked at as being heroes, the suspect that potentially could get away with it. And we're putting good cops like this gentleman in jail for defending his family and for doing right. That is a problem word that, that needs to be directed in many different ways. And it's up to people like us to be able to say, this is not right. We need to change. And this and these are the things we need to make sure that don't happen ever again. And that's my rich rant. Hey, guys, thank you for being on the show today. I definitely would love to hear from each and every one of you guys, be able to hear your comments on these two stories. Like I said, I'm just very pissed off to hear about these things. I don't think these things happen, but it's up to people like us, people who care about our country, to make a difference. So, hey, guys, I'd love to hear from you. Definitely comment on the podcast. Also, as I said before, comment on our Twitter page on Real Rich Rant. Love to hear what your thoughts on the show, maybe some topics that you would love to talk about. I'd love hearing from that as well. So, guys, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving Week and everything. As always, you know, be free, be safe, and God bless America.